This is Gemara Megillah Daf Yod. All the learning for this month, the month of Tevis, has been generously sponsored by close friends of the Daf, the Zechonishmas, his father, Varileib, and Yerbakov Zatzal, whose yard site was an Aleph Tevis, Nifter, 55 years ago. And Mirza Hashem, learning the entire Chabura as we grow, Bar Hashem, the stats just came in. Incredible numbers. I'm absolutely astounded and humbled. Mirza Hashem, learning the entire Chabura should be a tremendous Chosil and Nishamah that should go higher and higher in that Ganeid and Shalmailo. As well as all the learning should be as Chosil and Nishamah, the Varshim Rimbas, it's Gutter Shandas, Shanamak, and Mordechai, and Zabashinda. As well as Tells him Echlas to Amram and Yaakot. Besoy Shaar Achali Yisrael and also some good news. Bar Hashem, one of our Achilim that we've been learning this Chos for many many months now. Bar Hashem is recovered and we take him off the list. If anyone else's Achilim are better, please reach out and let us know. And now let's continue on the bottom of Yud. Um, excuse me, the bottom of Tesla Midbi. Today's Daf is Daf Yud, an exciting day. As today we'll get into the actual Megillah. We'll get into the Vayihi in the beginning of the Megillah. Let's get there. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of Testament Bays, Ain Bain Shiloi, Liyushalayim. There's no difference. The final of the Ain Bains. There's no difference between Shiloi, the Mishkan that was in Shiloi for 359 years, and Yushalayim, the Beis Amigdash that's in Yushalayim, Elisha Bashiloi, Oichlim Kachi Kalim. But only the difference is that in Shiloi they were able to eat Kachi Kalim, Umaiser Shani, and Maiser Shani, Bechola. Anyone that sees a Shiloi, I don't know if I said 359 or 369, but let's correct ourselves that the Mishkan is Shiloi stood for 369 years, and the Allah is Bechol Aroya. Anyone who could see Shiloi is allowed to eat both Kachi Kalim and Maiser Shani, but Yushalayim, you're only allowed to eat when you're inside the walls of Yushalayim. Excuse me, words are not working tonight. Here and here, both in Shiloi and Yerushalayim, Kachei Kachim have to be within the Kloyim, within the curtains, as we'll explain. Kedusha Shiloi says the Mishnah, this is going to be a big discussion of today. Yesh Acharel Heter. After Shiloi, after the Mishkan was dismantled on the top of Yudam and Aleph, there is a Heter after, there's no longer the Mishkan in Shiloi. Kedusha Yerushalayim in Acharel Heter. Whereas when it comes to Yerushalayim, there is no Heter afterwards. As the top Rashi speaks out, Kshacharva Shiloi this is really connected intrinsically with the end of yesterday's daf. The concept of Obama, the concept of a private altar that one is allowed to make. So when Shiloi was destroyed after the Chorban of Shiloi, there still was an allowance to make a private altar in your backyard. Obviously, with all the ensuing rules. That was after Shiloi was destroyed. But after Yushalayim was destroyed, no longer was there such a hatter. Says the Gemara, Omar Rav Yitzchak, says Rav Yitzchak, Shavati Shemakrivim, Bebeis Chaynav Bizmanazeh. Says Rav Yitzchak, I heard, Shamati. You know what I heard? That they're sacrificing Garbanis in Beis Chaynav nowadays. What is Beis Chaynav? Sarashi points out again in the last white line that was the Mizmech of Chaynav. That was his Chanyayu, perhaps. That was his name. Who was Chanyayu? He was a famous person. Rashi explains he was the son of Shimon HaTzadik. And he built this Abama B'mitzrayim L'shem Shavayim. He built it for good intentions. So says the Gemara, Rabbi Yitzchak teaches us that this Mizbeach, this altar built by Beis Chanyayu, is existent Afilu Bizman Hazeh. Kasavar. So the Gemara explains, how could we say such a thing? This is built upon two premises. Number one, Beis Chanyayu, Lab Beis Avadizari. As Rashi points out, there are 
are those who hold that this base Chanyay, this altar of Chanyay, this son of Shemunat Tzadik, was a terrible thing, was an idol, was an Abayi Zara. Obviously, our Gemara Rav Yitzhak is not holding that. Rav Yitzhak is holding. It is not a base Abayi Zara, number one. And number two, because of our Kedushat Rishayna, Kitchel and the original Kedush of Yerushalayim was not there forever. It's a big counterintuitive, so let's hone in and understand this thing very clearly. As Rashi, five legs into the narrow lines, explains Kazavar Kedusha. The Kedush of Yerushalayim is not everlasting. If it's not everlasting, what that means is that when the Beis Amikdash is destroyed, there's no longer Yerushalayim, there's no longer Kedusha. And if there's no Kedusha, you can, yes, create your own private Bama. Again, if there's no Kedusha, you can, yes, have a private Bama. Again, one might think the opposite, so we're holding in on this detail. It's not that if there's Kedusha, you could have a sacrifice, you could have your own altar. No! If there was Kedusha, you would not be able to make your own Bama. From the fact that Rabbi Yitzhak is teaching us, you're allowed to have a private sacrifice in your private altar, and Beis Chanyai must be, there's no longer any sanctity to Yerushalayim to the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore, there is now an allowance to create a Bama. Says the Gemara, what is the source for this six lines down, because you have not come to the resting place we explain what is this possible to refer to Menucha Zushiloi that's a Mishkan in Shiloi Nachla Zerushalayim so Mak is Nachla Lemenucha we see for this possible Rav Yitzhak is learning that we equate the two the Nachla and the Menucha Yushalayim and Shiloi are one and the same explains the Gemara Ma Menucha Yishachareh just like Menucha which is Shiloi after the destruction of the Mishkan there is a Hatter you'll have to create a bomb afterwards so too after the destruction of Yushalayim there is a and of course, everyone realizes this is not in, uh, this does not fit with our Mishnah, of course, because the Mishnah said very clearly, not that way. So Amrulay, that's what the Gemara is going to speak of right now. So again, this is Rav Yitzchak Shamati, I heard. So Amrulay, they said to Rav Yitzchak, Amrit, did you say this? Then Amrulay, I didn't say it. Amar Rav, Rav says, it's not true. Halakim Amra. Really, you Rav Yitzchak, you were the one that said this. Then read and I, Rav, I learned it from you. Why now are you retracting? Why now are you saying that you did not say this? Then Mishum Nekasha Deramari. Because the question of Ramari, the Masiv Ramari, Ramari asks, Kedusha Shila Yechashara Number one, clearly in our Mishnah, what did our Mishnah teach us? That Kedusha's Yushalayim does not have a Hetter after it. Clearly, you see that Yushalayim and Shiloh, Mishka, Menucha, Nachla are not one and the same. Clearly, we see after the destruction of Shiloh, you can, yes, create a Bama, but after the destruction of Yushalayim, you cannot create a Bama. So the reason why Rav Yitzchak is retracting on his opinion is this question of Ramari, because it's clearly a dissidence with our Mishnah. And furthermore, we have a Mishnah that says, The once they came to Yushalayim, it was over, it was finished. After Shiloh was destroyed, they allowed to make a bomb. Then finally, they came to Yushalayim for the second base of Mikdash. That was it, it was over, no longer with ever an allowance for Abama. And that is the reason why Rav Yitzchak back down. So again, we had a Mishnah that our Mishnah said after Shiloh is yes, Bama. After Yushalayim, there's no Bama. Rav Yitzhak came along and Rav Yitzhak said, I heard that in Beis Chanya, even after Yushalayim was destroyed, there were yes, Bama. Yes, private altars. Where do you learn that out from? Menucha, Shiloh, Nachla, Yushalayim, Kilei, Basam, Adotel, Menucha, Nachla, Menucha, Nachla are one and the same. Shiloh and Yushalayim, there's both an allowance after their destruction. Comes like Rav and Rav says, really, Rav Yitzhak said this. Then the reason why he retracted is because clearly it's at odds with our Mishnah. 
says the Gemara, but indeed, Tanoi. In reality, whether there is Kedusha Lashaita, Kedusha Lasalava, whether there is an everlasting sanctity to Shalayim, is indeed a Machlegis Tanoim. And we'll just point out, if it's a Machlegis Tanoim, why did Rabba a moment ago have to see the Rabbi Yitzhak retracted? If we're about to see that there's a different Mishnah that holds clearly, for example, that Yushalayim's Kedusha is there forever, and therefore you could, yes, have a Bama afterwards, or vice versa, so then why did Rabbi Yitzhak have to retract the Rishayim deal with this point? But says the Gemara, indeed, whether Yushalayim's Kedusha is there forever, whether there's an allowance to make a Bama afterwards, similar to what Rabbi Yitzhak heard, to make a Bama an altar in Beis Chanyai, Says the Gemara is a machlekes tanayim. The tanayim of Eliezer Shamati. I heard sheibayim beheichal when they were building building the heichal. I said klayim leheichal. They made curtains for the heichal. It took them twenty two years to build the walls of the base of Migdash. And in the interim, they made a curtain where the walls of the heichal were to have been. Uklayim laazara and they made curtains for the azara. Now it's important to point out that right now the Gemara is assuming why did they make these curtains? They made these curtains to impart Kedusha into the place. The Gemara is assuming right now there is no Kedusha into the place of the Makkah Mamekdash. Now they put up curtains. It creates the Kedusha. Then they have the next 22 years that they build the walls. But within those 22 years they can bring Karbanis. Why? Because there's Kedusha created by the curtains. Ella, but there's a fundamental difference as the Gemara between the Eichel and the Azara. They built from the outside because no one's allowed to enter into the Eichel. So you built from the outside of the curtain. You're allowed to enter into the Azara. So you built from the inside. So the Tanakhama clearly is holding the Kedusha Vishalayim was not everlasting and they pulled up the Koreans in order to create Kedusha. From Rabbi Yeshua, Shamati, again, another Shamati, Shamakrivin, Avalpi, Shane Beis Eichlin, Shane Bayes. Says Rabbi Yeshua, I heard that they brought the Karbanais. Even though there is no base amigdash, even though there is no building, they eat the karchikachim even without the curtains. Why says Rabbi Yeshua? It's there forever. Since it's there forever, they're allowed to eat all their karbanai. So clearly, we see for the fact that Rabbi Yeshua says the kedusha is there forever. What does the Tanakam? What does Rabbi Lezer clearly hold? Michlal. Rabbi Lezer says. The Gemara, whether Yushalayim has an everlasting Kedusha and thereby not allowing to create Obama, or whether there is no Kedusha, therefore, yes, allowing to create Obama, is in reality a Machlegis, and I Machlegis of Allah and Rabbi Yeshua. Omar Lei Ravina le Ravashi Mimai. So Ravina says to Ravashi, How do you know? How do you know that the Machlegis in Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua is whether there is an everlasting Kedusha? Perhaps everyone agrees that there is an everlasting Kedusha. Everyone agrees you could not create Obama. So what's the machlekes of Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua? Omar, my dishmili kamer, my dishmili kamer. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua were saying over what they heard. Rabbi Yeshua heard that there were curtains when they built the base of Mikdash. So the Gemara assumed if there were curtains, it must be the curtains in part of the Kedusha. Says the Gemara, how do you know that? Rabbi Yeshua just said over what he heard. But perhaps indeed, there was always a Kedusha. They didn't create the Kedusha by the curtains. He deserved it, but of curtains, that's what they did. But why did they do it, says the Gemara? Chitema Klaim, the Rav Lazar. Lamalis, why do you need the curtains at all? Explains the Gemara, let's see news about Alma. You know, the reason it was for privacy, so that you didn't see the Kahanim and the Avaita, but not necessarily Zeraraya, whether there was a Kedusha or not. So says the Gemara, we do not have a Machlegis Tanayim, whether the original Kedusha is there forever. In the last narrow line, the Gemara suggests a different machlekes tanaim. The Tani went to the rice of Rishol Barav Yaisi in the first wide line. Lama manu chachamim es ilu kishalu b'nei ha'gaila. 
Why did the Torah list these eight or nine cities, the cities that were Bati Yerachayim, that were walled cities? Why did the Torah list these? Because when they went up from Galus, Matzus, Elu, they found these walled cities, Vikitsham, and they sanctified them. Avul Harishainai's Batla, Mishabala Aretz, but the original Kedusha was no longer there. So Alma, what do we see according to this first opinion? Clearly the Kedusha is not there. The Torah lists these cities to tell you. When you go up to Yushalayim and you find these cities, create a new Kedusha there, says the Tanakhama. If you're creating a new Kedusha there, clearly the Kedusha didn't exist. So this is one man, the Amr, that holds. The original Kedusha no longer exists. For Eminu, we have a stira. Amr, Rav Yishmael, Rav Yaisi, three lines on the bottom. There are many more than these eight, nine cities. There were 60 cities. So why did the Torah list these places? They found these places, and what do they do? They sanctify them. Says Zimara Kitcham. Really, they sanctify them as we turn over to, excuse me, as we turn over to Yudam Abayz. Hashto Amri Loi Tzrichali Kedushi. As we're going to see in a moment, the end of the Bryce is going to teach us, they don't have to sanctify them. Ella says the Gemara two lines down in Yudam Abayz. Matzah Elu Manan. They found them there already with Kedusha. Umanam, and he listed them. They did not have to re-sanctify them. V'loy elu bilvada. Wasn't only these eight cities. El koshet alu chamaseris biadcha. Any place you have a masera tradition. May have a yisecha. Shem kavis chemi mos Yeshua benon. Call a mitzvah lalu noagim. But all the mitzvahs of a wall city apply to them. Neishik kedusha bishani kitchen l'shaita. Vekitsha la'asilavai. So what do we see clearly? We see clearly from the end of the brayso that the kedusha is there forever. So the first part of the brayso. Whoa, excuse me. Sorry for the mic. The first part of the Bryce said the Kedusha is not there forever. The second part of the Bryce says the Kedusha is there forever. Says the Gemara, Kasha, the Rav Yishmael, the Rav Yishmael, two different Tanayim, and there we have a Machlegah Tanayim, whether the original Kedusha is everlasting or not. Vibay Yisema says the Gemara, second Haritz, Harav Allah, Rav Yaisi, Amra, one is Rav Allah, Rav Yaisi, one is Rav Yishmael, Rav Yaisi, Titani, Rav Allah, Rav Yaisi, Aymer, Ashaloi, Chaimad, it has a wall, Avopish, Inlo Yachshab, as long as it originally had a wall, it has the Kedusha. And that is the way the Gemara speaks out. The potential Machlaik is whether the Kedusha Mishayna was there forever. And again, if the Kedusha was there forever, you can no longer create a Bama afterwards. If there is no longer Kedusha, then you could, yes, create a Bama afterwards. Says the Gemara, Yudam and Beis, three lines on the wide lines. Now we begin. Today we're going to be a little bit of introductory remarks to Megillah, and then tomorrow and the days after, we're going to go through a pasik by pasik, not exactly, but a concept by concept within the Megillah, learning through the Megillah. But says the Gemara to begin, This is a Messiah tradition. Anytime we find Vayehi in Tanakh, it's a lashon of pain, it's a that's going to be a bad, a painful narrative. And we bring a few rayas. Number one, it was bad. There was a famine. That it was when they started. Man increased on the earth, and the pasuk continues. And Hashem saw the wickedness of man. Another indication of a he is negative. And number four, they traveled from the east, and the pasuk says, "This is Migdal." 
Baba, let's build a city. And number five, was the days they waged the war. This was days in Yeshua and Yericha. And what does it continue? His sword was drawn. Again, a negative narrative. Number six, Hashem was with Yeshua. And then what happened? The Kalah Yisrael did have Eros. Says the Pasuk, and it was a certain one from the Ramosim, and the Pasuk says, Ki es Chagov Chano Hashem. Oyev Hashem Sagarachma Hashem closed up a room and we continue Vahiki Zaki Shmuel Shmuel Azalt Vlachban Vacharov his children Bidrachov his children did not follow his ways Vidavid Lachol Durachov Maskil Vashem Yimoy and then what does the Pasik say Vishal Ein of excuse me Oyein as David Shal I David Shal started rebelling Vahiki Yashva Melch Lebeisa was when the king sat in his house and the Pasik continues Rakatolo Tivne Bayis you're not going to build the base I made Dush so about ten psukim that word by he clearly introduces a negative, a painful, a derogatory, a not such good story raging all the way from Achashverosh and Alma to the creation of the world the man was bad, to Migdal Babel to Shmuel, to David, all the different stories throughout Tanakh, he introduces a negative narrative. Ask the Gemara at the end of the fifth wide line Vaksib, but the Torah says the inauguration of the Mishkan, an incredible day the day the Mishkan was created was an incredible joy to God, just like the creation of the world. And it's introduced with Vayehi. So how can you tell me Vayehi is always negative? And furthermore, Ksivachat says over here, Vayibi Yomashmini, Yomachad. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. We see that the word Vayehi is not negative. Answers the Gemara, did you forget what happened on the day of the inauguration of the Mishkan? Hashachan, Nadavavaviyu, Nadavaviyu, or Nifter, clearly a negative occurrence. Vaksev asked the Gemara another Gasha. Vayehi Shwainim, Shana Vavari, was Shana was at the end of 480 years. Vaksim and other Pasuk says, Vikashirah, Yaakov Esrachel, Yaakov Sarachel. Now we're going to introduce a whole list of Sukkim by He means positive. Vaksim, Yerva, 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 So many different Sukkim that say by He that are clearly positive. Answers the Gemara, Amr Havashi, Kol by He, Ikahachi, Vikahachi. The word by He could go either way. It could go negative, it could go positive. By He, be may, those two words in conjunction, Enoy Elolosh and Sar, that's a lush and a pain. But Hamisha Vahibi Mayavid is five scenarios of Vahibi May. Vahibi Mayachashverosh, Vahibi Mayachashverosh, Vahibi Mayachashverosh, Vahibi Mayachashverosh, Vahibi Mayachashverosh, and says the Gemara, these are the five that are clearly negative. So now, where did this all begin from? This all began from Yimeach Hashverosh, who was Amar Ravlevi, who was Ravlevi, is teaching three lines of the wide lines. Now, because Ravlevi spoke one day, he says another. We're about ten lines into the wide lines. The first words on the line, Vahibi Mei Yayakam. Amar Ravlevi, Davar Zemr Sarish B'yadinu, another tradition of Ravasinu. Amot of Amsaya Achanavu, the two people, Amot and Amsaya, were brothers. Mike Kamashlam, what's this teaching us? Kadarim Shuam Barachmenim, Rav from here we're going to learn out any kala that is sneeze that is modest in her father-in-law's house they'll have kings and prophets from them we know this from from Tamar it says Yudah saw his daughter-in-law Tamar and he thought that she was a harlot thought that she was a zaina why she covered her face I don't understand because she covered her face Yudah thinks she's a zaina Allah we show him the kiss up 
since she was so modest in her father-in-law's household, and he didn't know her, that's the reason he thought she was a Zion. And what's the end of the story? So we see by being modest in your father-in-law's house, what's the conclusion? Tamar had kings and prophets, where the Nevi'im, these were the Nevi'im, and that's the Rayal, that the one who was modest in the father-in-law's house, is Zaychel to have kings and prophets from them. Valmer Avlevi, a third teaching from Ravlevi. We're now about 15 lines into the wide lines. The first word line is Davar Zem Sayyiris Biyadinu Mavasenu. Makam Aroin Inamin Amin Mida. The Aroin inside the Kaidish Akadashim took up no space. Taranami Yachim. We have a Rai. Aroin Shazamayshi Yeshle Eser Amos Charuach. The Aroin that Moshe Rabbeinu created, there were 10 Amos of empty space on either side of the Aroin. Uksev and the Pasik says, Zuchneya Devir Eser Mama Ayrich. And inside, the Kodesh HaKadoshim was 20 Amois, was the whole length of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Uksev, Kanaf HaKrov HaEchad, Asar Amois. One Kanaf, one wing of the cherub of the Kruvim was 10 Amois. Uksev, Kanaf HaKrov and one wing was Asar Amois. So the Kruvim were 10 Amois by 10 Amois. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. The Kruvim were, one Kanaf was 10 and the other Kanaf was 10. So the two Kruvim facing each other. Or twenty amos are in gufa ech abis. Where did the aron stand? Allah shmaminoha Very simply, again, if the entire kodesh hakadoshim is twenty amos and the aron is twenty amos and there were ten amos of blank space in the end, obviously the aron took up no space. We're now three lines from like that tesis over there. Now we're going to introduce all the different ways that when the chachamim would start darshaning about the megillah, they would begin their learning with the megillah with different drushes, different psukim. The Spasemis over here holds that writes that these are different Sisri uh, Taira that we can see from the Drushas as they introduce the teachings of the Megillah. So we start off with the Rabbi Yenison that he says, Vekamti Alehem. That the Pasik says, I will rise up against him, and I will cut off from Babel, and I will cut off the relatives, and the offsprings, and prosperity. So now we darshan what exactly was cut off from Babel. This is that the script of Babel will no longer be around. When it says she'er, a relative that refers to the language of Bavl will no longer be around. Nin, when it says an offering, ze malchus will no longer bring you now. V'nechad ze vashti. And that is how he introduced the teaching of Megillah was with this drasha. Rashmah b'nachmeni, basla b'schalai b'rashas miyacha. Tachas anatsot yala b'roish, tachas anatsirpad yala adas. Says the Pasik that instead of the thorn, there's going to be a cypress. Instead of the nettle, there's going to be a myrtle. What is this Pasik referred to? This is a bit famous. In the place of Amunarasha, that he made himself a void desire. He's going to come up. Mordechai Shneka Roish, the Chob Sam, the Mordechai is the head of all the Bissamim. Shanemar Batakal Chob Sam, Roish Mar Dararam Tagamino, was Roish Madar, Mar Dechai. Tachsa Serpa, Tachas Vashti, that was refers to that in the place of Vashti Arasha, Bas Benisha Buchanetzer, the granddaughter of Nuchanetzer, Arasha, Shesar Rafidas Bis Hashem, that burnt the roof of the house of Hashem, the Bis Hamidu, just slavery, if you don't say Zav, Yale Adas, Esther Amalka is going to come up, the Esther Sadegish, Shnikra Adasa, Shem Rabbi Oymen is Adasa, Vahaya Hashem, Lashem, Zumikra, Megillah, the Isaylam, the Megillah is going to be a sign forever, Loyikare is Ilime Apurim, these are going to be the days of Purim. So again, another Drasha that they introduced. 
This is a pasuk in Yeshaya that refers to the place of Haman, comes Mordechai, and the place of Ashti, comes Esther. And then it's an everlasting name, is the Megillah that we read, and we create a Yantav of Purim, commemorating the incredible Nase. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Basla, Bishai, Barashasa, Miyacha, Vayakesh, Sasa, Shemalechem. We're now three lines in these uh, medium sized lines next to the Taisis. Vayakesh, Sasa, Lehem, Hashem, Alechem, and it was. When you're going to pass, Hashem is going to rejoice over you. to do good for you. So we will rejoice to harm you. What's going on over here? Sounds like Hashem's rejoicing when the Rishayim fall. But we know the Pasuk says, What is he referring to? He's saying, What is he saying? You know why? Seven lines end of the Amma, the reason being because Hashem never rejoices when Rishayim fall. This is by Kriyas Yamsuf, the Malachim wanted to sing Shira to Hashem and Amar Kishbarachim My children are drowning. My generations, it's true, they're going, but even them. You want to say Shira and therefore says the Gemarim It's true. Hashem himself doesn't rejoice. Hashem does not rejoice even over the downfall of the Rishayim. But Others are going to rejoice. That is the right. That is not Hashem rejoicing, but rather other people rejoicing. Four lines from the bottom again. Another Joshua they introduced in teachings of the Megillah. To a person that is pleases Hashem, he gives wisdom and knowledge, and v'simcha and joy. And the Apostle continues that to the sinner he gives Inyan Lasif of Aliknois, he gives the urge to gather and amass Zahaman. The Apostle continues, the sinner is going to pass it on to the one that is pleasing to Hashem. And we'll conclude with this Josh. The Apostle says that I'm put my throne in Elam Vavati Misha Melech Vasarim, and it will destroy from there the kings and the princes. And his ten children. I will pick it up from Rabdimi Yemir Tashem in the last line. And the next year, continuing all the incredible Joshua's, how all the different Tanayim and Amrayim introduced the teachings of the Megillah.